Just a little quick announcement before we start the show. Uh, we've been nominated for uh, Best Podcast at the Adult uh, Australian Adult Industry Awards. Uh, we will put the link in the description to vote for us. Voting starts on the 3rd of March. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you enjoy the show and you enjoy us, we would love your vote. And, uh, yeah, thanks and uh, enjoy the show. All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Sex with Cat and Mark. And today we have Kali Electric on. She's an escort content creator, and not just any content creator, by the way. Um, I've had a look at some of your content, and you give daily tips for the races on your OnlyFans. Yes, it's actually I did have a little bit of a break from it, but we're relaunching on Saturday. It's, um, yeah, something that I absolutely love. Tips and tits. <laughs> I, love, I love this concept. <laughs> explain, yeah. explain to me how this started. So, well, honestly, it started primarily just from the horse riding, racing side of things. So I own quite a few horses. I love the horse racing industry. I love a cheeky punt on a Saturday or any other day of the week, really. <laughs> and there's just not many women in the industry doing it who look like me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a very old school type, posh, mm. um, you know, industry. And uh, here I am, tattooed, boobs. Mm. <laughs> putting a putting a punt on so yeah just kind of stemmed from there and i was just like well i could incorporate the two things yeah i love this yeah that's what i did so tnt punting was born and that's how i got into (laughs) that's honestly how i got into OnlyFans. oh okay so started with the tips and tits yeah okay so you were you were i I assume when you were younger you were very much into horse racing it's probably like a family thing right i saw you own like eight horses is this right so not really i just had no? to go to school with um the daughter uh in melbourne with the daughter of a very famous um trainer and he was uh. winning um you know melbourne cups and cox plates at the time and so when he would come into school he was very famous like everybody it was like he was a superstar and that uh. was like definitely kind of planted the seed and um it just kind of went from there but i didn't realize that I kind of only started punting maybe only five years ago mm-hmm. and realized that I was good at it and then I actually really loved it. So it just went from there. So interesting. So you had like a mini celebrity where you were like, okay, this sounds like a pretty cool thing to get into. Then you started, I guess, essentially gambling yourself, figured out, hey, I'm fucking not bad at this and then got into So when when did you get into then... Because what I'm imagining is, okay, you make a couple of bets, I'm good at this, I I can give a few tips out. When did the tits come into it? (laughs) When did it become tips with tits? Like, how did did that transformation happen? So, what happened was, I, I, my brain just automatically thinks this way. I'm very business savvy and I can see holes in any market and kind of can come up with um, business ideas for those holes. And so what happened was I was in all of these male-dominated punting groups and, you know, they're just group chats wherever, like on Telegram or WhatsApp or stuff like that. And and in quite a few of these groups, I was the only female. Mm. And here I am, cute me, putting up 
selfies on my socials, but then I'm in these groups that are just filled with hundreds of men. Mm. And I just knew that there wasn't anybody else doing the kind of tips and tits scenario. So um, yeah, I kind of came up with the idea in a couple of seconds and came up with the name a couple of seconds later and the rest is history. Um, pretty much, a you know, a week later, I had ads on radio. Oh, wow. That's because I, I noticed you're very entrepreneurial, I'd say. Like I, I've noticed, we'll, we'll talk about your marketing in a second for your, your content, but that's impressive because I think in an industry, um, being in sex work and content creation, right, is that it's very difficult to get into the right way. I think a lot of girls or guys um, start up, let's say only fans, and they don't know how to market themselves. They don't know the business aspect of this. Like they might be very good at creating content or they might be very good at, um, you know, taking photos or they, they look a certain way. But I think the entrepreneurial side behind it is something I've noticed myself has been lacking quite a lot. And I think this is where there's room for agencies that are coming through and trying to like manage. And But to see you do it all yourself is actually quite impressive. Like, did you have some form of a business background going into this? Uh, <laughs> I actually left school in year nine. So. <laughs> year nine, okay. Why, what happened in year nine? Why'd you leave school in year nine? What was the plan? I, I only got diagnosed as ADHD um, halfway through last year. So, okay. you know, obviously the schooling system wasn't for me and I just, <sighs> looking back now, I, I was obviously ADHD and, um, you know, it just, it just wasn't for me. It just mm. was not for me. So I left school and what I've done since then is just absolutely purely hustled. But, um, I am always learning. I'm always just, um, educating myself on so many different things. So what I've done is just honestly, like I, and I'm actually so proud of myself for what I've been able to achieve. I don't really have, um, you know, anything on paper. However, um, for a really long time in my past life, um, you know, I was a designer, an interior designer. I worked in marketing advertising. Um, and I kind of got, uh, to the top of my game. I was, uh, a senior designer and doing all those types of things. And I was like, this is not for me. I can utilize all these skills that I've got from the corporate world and translate it into whatever the hell I want to mm. do. And I've done that over and over and over again. Yeah. I think this speaks to, I think where our world is going in terms of education, where honestly, all my and I, I think Kat can probably say this as well. All our most successful friends are in career paths that they never went to university for. Some of them have gone to university, for example, but they're all in career paths that they've essentially taught themselves or learned themselves or learned along the way. And I think there's something about the educational system that kind of like takes your thinking and just puts it into a box and like makes it go one way. And when you jump out of that and you're like, hey, on, wait, all right, I see there's a gap in the market here. And I see there's a bunch of guys that are into tipping that's, you know, might also really enjoy a hot girl giving him those tips or being around it. So I think, uh, I think that's great. And for someone that was like, fuck it, I'm leaving school early, essentially. Um, you've done, you've done fucking amazingly well. So let, let me know a little bit about where you stand right now. Cause it seems like, okay, you got your tips and tits, um, 
uh, content creation there. You have like two only fan pages, so like one free, one paid. Um, yeah. You have eight racehorses. Like what, what else is going on in your business world right now? I am about to open a tequila bar here on the Gold Coast. Oh, nice. Uh, a project that I've been working on for a while. I do already have a bar open and um, hopefully that one will open soon. It's called Nacho Baby. Nacho Baby, <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, so I've got that. God, I've just – and now with the live streaming channel, so, yeah, I, I made one of my OnlyFans a free channel and made it entirely a live streaming channel. So um, I want it to be my own – almost like a TV network. Mm. I've got different segments. I've got, um, you know, games. I want to head down the direction of um, live streaming me playing uh, casino games. Mm. Uh, that's what I'm really good at. And, uh, yeah, just everything, you know, TNT punting's inside of there. There's also, you know, sexy content and, yeah, just – kind of launching that at the moment. So I'm a busy lady. Yeah, I was at the fuck <laughs> your time for all this, yo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the biggest tour going on. I thought I was busy. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why I do this to myself, but anyway. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you enjoy the most out of all your, let's say, working avenues? What, what do you find the most enjoyment doing? Um, I find the most enjoyment out of everything that i do yeah i don't do anything that i don't want to do my brain won't allow fair. It. yeah fair. And so i have created this life for myself which used to be you know me sitting in a building behind a computer screen at a desk with hundreds of other people in the same room and i've gone from that to this wild, crazy, every day I work on something different. I'm always doing and working on crazy things and I just uh, love it. Like I love all of it. And if I didn't perfect. want to do any of it, I wouldn't be. And I just can't believe that I've kind of made this life for myself. Yeah, that's awesome. So many people go through life thinking like, ah, oh, fuck, I'll do this job because I have to and I have to make a little bit of money and then I'll enjoy myself. But I think – a common occurrence with everyone we've had on this podcast and it speaks to Kat's journey as well is everyone was kind of like, look, fuck that, right? I, I don't want to be in a position where I'm spending half my life doing something that I'm not enjoying and fuck it, I'm going to do what I want and I'm going to do what I enjoy. And it's, yeah, it's nice to see. It's I'm it really is. all about living my best life at all times. That's all I want to do. Like I'm just... There's no point. Like, I think that life is too short. Life is really short and you just don't know how long you're going to be here for. There's no point working a dead-end job or something that you're miserable doing or you're working for other people and you hate it. Like, there's just there's no point. Kat's, Kat's got a question. She's lagging. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm going to try and I'm going to try. And, yeah, I'm going to try and ask you a question now. Um, <laughs> hopefully, you can understand me from my voice and hopefully, I don't lag too much. Uh, but yeah, uh, what I want to talk about is the uh, winner date with Carly that's going on at the moment, which this is actually, I think this was the first time we spoke on Twitter, actually, was this. Uh, us talking about the winner date with Carly because I was like, wow, that is such a good idea. So, uh, well, yeah, tell us everything about that. Is this the first time you're doing it? How does it work? Can people still so, enter? I think it's still going on at the moment, isn't it? 
Yeah, so this is actually the third round of Winner Date with Carly. Um, the first two just went so well. So, And people message me all the time asking when I'm going to run it again. So I try and do it every couple of months. Um, I think it was just such a nervous leap of faith with this competition because you really have to commit to the prizes. Mm. And, of course, first prize is a date with myself, a one-hour date with myself. So it could, uh, it really could have gone two ways. <laughs> um, luckily for me, it absolutely took off. And I guess um, it's <laughs> such a win-win. Um, I think it's a win-win scenario. It's great for me because, first of all, it gets me really good exposure online. Secondly, it makes me good money. The other side of the win is the fact that it's actually giving guys who wouldn't necessarily be able to afford to pay for an hour with me the opportunity to win an hour with me for 20 bucks. Mm. So um, I've had two past winners. They are very happy men. <laughs> you got some um, good testimonials. I just, I love it. I get a lot from it. I get a lot of um, job satisfaction. Are they regular clients now? Well, uh, one, yes. And one I only just saw recently in Adelaide. Okay. Very nice. So again, this is a great um, business marketing move that I, that I appreciate, right? I think it's amazing. Like what, what other prizes are there? So obviously top prize is win a day with you for an hour. So prizes that I've given in the past have been, you know, a one-year subscription to my OnlyFans mm -hmm. with no PPV. So they pretty much just get yep. absolutely everything for a whole year, um, mm -hmm. which in itself, like, that's a massive, that's actually saving, a, oh, it's actually quite a lot of money. It's yeah. Probably like, I'd say it's probably like a $1,000 prize. Yeah. Um, and then also, so at the moment I've got, uh, live video calls uh and i give away a few of them so for second and third prize so yes there i think awesome. maybe five winners all up this time around um five very lucky humans that's cool uh, yeah I, I love it but everything that i do I'm, I'm circling back to the marketing side of things because my brain is that way inclined. yeah yeah i, I enjoy everything it i do is you know just really savvy marketing yeah it, like honestly it, it works the market is so saturated there are so many women doing this there are so many content creators and you just have to have like a point of difference like you have to offer something you know <laughs> and so that's that's honestly what i try and do perfect i'm Cut. curious do you do you do any other uh creative marketing things that maybe we just haven't seen like are you on i don't know reddit or pinterest or some other random sites <laughs> pinterest, <laughs> I pinterest so much but for nothing <laughs> let me think um well i am see i am actually about to launch uh a new campaign and it's going to tie into um TNT coming back to OnlyFans on Saturday and it's going to be that you can actually win shares in a racehorse that's currently racing. 
So wow. I'm just it's yeah. So I've got a, I've got a bit of a bit in the in the works that that I know is coming. But I don't know. I'm always thinking of crazy weird things to do, and yeah, usually they they do quite well. I think um, I think maybe everybody online just kind of gets sick of the same old thing, and when something mm. new pops up, people get quite excited by it. Yeah, because I think this is the interesting thing about this is I'm sure there are a lot of guys that typically wouldn't jump on someone's OnlyFans, right? They're the type of guy that's like, ah, oh, look, I, I wouldn't go on an OnlyFans, like whatever, it's not for me, which is which is fair enough. But I think you're attracting a market of guys that might otherwise be like, all right, I wouldn't go on OnlyFans. Oh, but hang on. There's this cool, like fun Aussie girl that's giving like tips on, you know, I'm into gambling, I'm into horse racing. This is kind of cool. Then um, your live streams, like what do they involve? Because it, it almost feels like there's a semi game show slash like entertainment yeah. thing. Like what, what are your live streams like? You've actually completely nailed it. So I have brought to OnlyFans and the people that follow me um, are a lot of people who have never had OnlyFans before. Also, I hear things like, Oh, I'm allowed. I'm allowed to get it because <laughs> my wife says that it's okay because it's a punting group. And exactly. I'm my so exactly. I've really kind of bridged the gap between yeah. the horse racing industry and sex work. But also, I just wanted to point out the other way around. Also, is the fact that because I'm in the horse racing industry, I've bridged the gap between these just normal guys who have never even thought about booking an escort or they've never even known one. And here I am very loud and proud and they've followed me for a while and they're getting the courage up to actually book mm. me and spend time with me. So a lot of my bookings now are um, people who have followed me online who have never been with an escort before and I'm kind of bridging that gap also. So it's kind of working for both. Yeah. Yeah. We're all kind of working hand in hand. Yeah, I didn't think about it the other way around, but it's, it makes so much sense, right? It makes so much sense. It's yeah. almost, uh, yeah, it's almost, it's almost like an upsell on the on the TNT, right? Is like the way I'm thinking about it. So, I mean, that's perfect. What, what are your what are your live streams like, though? Uh, I'm curious. Like, if someone was to jump onto one of your live streams, uh, so I have different segments, and I've always done this just through my Instagram. So I, um, because I have a pretty engaged following on Instagram and, and have for some time, I just do fun, like, you know, confessions or I have like, you know, tell me about your worst date or um, tell me a secret. And I publish them all and just try and make it as funny as I can. I also have another segment called in her box that <laughs> is me just publishing my inbox. Oh, okay. Different to what I thought. But my inbox is wild, is wild. Like the middle-aged white men <laughs> message me every day without a without a reply is just insane. And so um, I have a segment where I go through and I publish all of my um, inbox and I read it out and we all laugh and cry together. That um, is and awesome. So yeah, you know I've got like I'm gonna do um, I've got like wheel of fortune i've got actually like a proper spinning wheel that i've just <laughs> down there that i'm gonna like start to do I've got all these games i'm gonna have people on just to talk shit and you know things get sexy sometimes and most of the time um everybody's just laughing and that makes me happy 
That's really cool. Yeah, it, it's almost like a Twitch stream is what it reminds me of. But you're kind of bringing it to OnlyFans, which is which is nice because you can uh, you can have your titties out on on Twitch as far yeah. as I'm aware. Kind of goes against some to terms of service there. Yeah. So um, yeah, that, that's kind of cool. I, I, I like this idea um, of you know, and I think it brings out more of your personality as well. Like I think sometimes if it's just content on your page, uh, I think a lot of the reason guys like OnlyFans is because they feel some sense of a connection with the girl, right? Because they can get content online anytime they want. But I think the difference with OnlyFans is it feels somewhat personalized. And when you personalize that even more with these live streams and showing more of your personality, I think it just adds to that experience. I've actually had such a weird relationship with OnlyFans. I just, there have been moments where I've absolutely hated it. It's taken me a long time to get used to it. There are so many aspects of it that I just don't like. And mm. I've just had to, I actually deactivated my OnlyFans and decided to do something else because it just didn't sit right with me. And then I realized that I just had to work it so it worked for me. And I had to be me because what I hated about OnlyFans was kind of like Tinder, I guess, is the fact that you don't really get to know me. You don't get to know my personality. And I think my personality and who I am is far greater than my tits. I think that some people would disagree about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I was like, I need to make it work for me so people can actually like see me. I feel good. I'm cracking jokes because that's all I do. And now I feel really great about it. And so I feel like everybody's getting such a broad picture of who I am. And I, and I like that. Yeah. And it, and it seems like it's somewhat of creating an outlet for you. Like, it seems like you're really enjoying it. What, so what particularly didn't you like about OnlyFans in the beginning? Was it just that it felt disconnected from what you wanted to do and who you were? Disconnected. Yeah. I felt like I was just like pumping out all this content. Mm. And then because uh, I only make uh, solo content. I don't do boy girl content. Okay. And so my inbox would just be full of hate of people being like, hurry up and get some dick. I can't believe I paid for this and you're not copying it. Like, that's so funny. Just, it really wore thin on me. And I was yeah. just like, but then also you don't kind of, I knew I was putting out this fire content and I'm mm. looking cute and like, you know, people are buying it, but it's almost like it's such a one-way. I don't see the thing that I love about um, being an escort is the fact that I'm having like a very genuine human interaction with somebody else, mm -hmm. and I'm very good at that, and I love that. Like, I love the human interaction. The thing with OnlyFans is it's so one-sided. I just put out all this content, and then you like, I don't know, they just like that was hot. It's like thanks, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Felt like it was just, oh uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I just, it just didn't sit right with me. But yeah. Now, um, interacting with everyone. So when I live stream, everyone is in there on the chat, going for it. Like we're all asking questions and laughing, and I'm telling stupid stories, and we're all people are telling me stories about weird things. Like it's just, it's great. That's so cool. What What's the most wild thing that's happened on a live stream? I know it's a tough question, putting you on the spot. I would have to say just me getting absolutely maggot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I love um, it. Yeah, I, oh, I, I think 
was it the first time? I think it was actually the first time I did it. I, I just get really nervous. See, yeah. okay, I don't get nervous in my everyday life. I'm very, you know, just like, let's get it done. Like I'm I'm all good. I don't get nervous. I was so nervous yeah. that I just started drinking and I ran out of my drinks that I had and then I had a bottle um uh, a bottle of fireball and I was like guys look I got half a bottle of fireball oh, oh Jesus a little bit. and I literally drank the whole thing and I was blind <laughs> that is awesome oh. anyway everybody had a great time supposedly I'm sure they would have I'm sure they would have with <laughs> all right without um without sounding like a middle-aged white guy in your inbox right. um what is the reason that you don't do partner content there are things that I found really hard to remove from the internet. And this is even back when mm. I was just trying to get corporate jobs and I wasn't even making content or anything back then. Mm. And I'm sure, you know, times have changed now. Like I'm, an, you know, I'm a face out escort. Like yeah. I'm very out and proud. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. The thing is with being a face out escort is I can remove my profile and I can get on with my life. Mm-hmm. and the people that i've had interactions with it's not online it's okay. very personal and private and mm-hmm. i think that is what i enjoy about about being an escort the only fan stuff i'm just not sure that you know and i'm so aware like i've got snapchat snapchat works really well for me um i have such a really huge engaged following on snapchat the amount of people that screen record everything that I do is so high and it makes yeah. me really so aware that um, people record everything. Yeah, and of course. Yeah, I'm just, I'm very wary. I'm just not sure that I want to have uh, me being pounded into next week mm. online in, in 10 years' time. Okay. I might not be into it. Who knows? Look, mm. I might be saying this right now and in a couple of months change my mind and then that's mm. out there. Who knows? But at the moment, yeah. that's just how I feel about it. No, that's fair. And I guess for you, you also sounds like you have a lot of other business ideas probably in the brewing, like you, you're starting up mm-hmm. these um, these bars and whatnot. So, yeah, no, it, it makes sense. I was just curious. Um, Kat has has some questions for you. I do, but like I thought I would just ask them all at the end. So, Mark, please, if you've got more questions, like oh, you no, can right. keep going. Well, I mean, I guess you can always just yeah, I mean, Okay, so I guess just yeah, continuing you, you, on from that. Oh, wait, sorry. No, <laughs> <laughs> so much like go for it guys <laughs> okay okay I'll do, i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna go okay yeah so just um just start going on from that um yeah well this was the question i had so yeah just around well this was my question around there just the clubs and stuff so i see you're from, from the gold coast as well uh do you do you hang out with any of like the gold coast like uh because everyone knows the gold coast is like the mecca for creators and sex workers and things so i'm just curious do you really hang out with many other people in the industry from the gold coast no i'm definitely not in that scene at all um not at all not saying that i wouldn't i just feel so very far removed from everyone um there are um you know escorts that i connect with on twitter that I will hang out with interstate when I fly into their town that I've just met on Twitter. And so I'll do that. The Gold Coast is such a mecca for content creators. And when I'm, you know, say getting a coffee or I'm in the supermarket, I'm like, oh, hey, there's that, there's that hot chick where I've seen her vagina on Twitter. 
Um, but no, not no, not really. I just I'm not sure. I think that I'm very, just very far removed from it. Like this is just such a small portion, the sex work side and and my content creation is just such a small portion of what I do. So generally I'm just working all the time and, you know, trying to hang out with friends whenever I can, but not very often, unfortunately. Yeah, no, that's hard. That's terribly bad. I just had to ask because when I went to add you, we, we spoke about it on Twitter and we had a few mutuals on Twitter. Then I went to add you on Instagram. I was like, how is it possible we have like no mutuals on Twitter? <laughs> I mean, on Instagram, on Instagram. I was like, how is that possible? Um, but yeah, the next question I have, which we also spoke about this on Twitter, is have you bought the Carly Electric couch yet? <laughs> what is the Carly Electric couch? Yeah. But yeah, you might need to fill in all our listeners and Mark on what the Carly Electric couch is. <laughs> I actually, so I have gone and trademarked my name. Um, just purely because this is a name, you know, this isn't like my stage name or my work name. This is literally my name. And I've been known as Carly Electric since I was a teenager. So oh, wow. I just wanted to protect my name, especially since um, when my socials started to blow up. And so I trademarked my name um, and I'm glad I did because things come up all the time and I have to send my trademark information to like stop mm -hmm. them from either using my name for whatever. Anyway, um, when that couch came up, I pissed myself so much. So often I will Google my name just to see if I need to remove like leaked videos and stuff anyway and then like, I'm scrolling down Google and it's just like Carly Electric couch on sale and I was like what what and, um yeah it's a pretty average looking couch. <laughs> it probably should be pink and fluffy or something like oh like maybe red <laughs> leather or something it is the most boring looking like beige couch <laughs> in history but I just see this is what I don't get like <laughs> So, Twitter or something, like. so someone just had a couch. <laughs> it was like, I'm just going to say it's your couch. It was an actual store. Store. It's a legit furniture store. Oh, for real. <laughs> it's an Australian furniture store. <laughs> and they just named it the Carly Electric Couch. <laughs> that is the most random thing I've ever yeah. fucking heard. That's crazy. Somebody in marketing just like. <laughs> What's a cool name for a couch? Yeah, I wonder if like one of your fans is like working in the fucking naming department of that store or what. So do you do you officially own Honestly, I I believe that I believe that that's what's happened. Do, do you officially own the Carly Electric couch? No. No. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. You should have got it. <laughs> you should have got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would take offense to that. I'd ring him up and be like, look, I don't mind you using my name. The way you're discounting this shit. This should be like featured, extra expensive. What's happening right here? Yeah, fuck this. All right, well, fuck that place. Um, <laughs> sorry, Kat, go on. No, oh, yeah. Okay, all right. We still on my questions now? Okay, all right. Yeah, sorry. There's so much <laughs> lag. I'm sorry about this. No, go for I, it. I go for it. There's so much like it takes me a while to figure out what's going on. Okay. Uh, tell us about your sugar babying. I seen on your Twitter bio that you do sugar babying, but I don't really see much posting about that. So what's going on with that? So I was actually 
gosh, I have not spoken about this story live yet. Oh. Um, so I think well, we're getting the exclusive. A, yeah. This is a bit of a golden, you know, golden egg, golden goose. Wait, what is it? I don't know which one it is, to be honest. Yeah, let, let's go with golden goose. So then you get golden eggs. Um, okay, perfect. One of those things. So I, I became an escort um, maybe five, six years ago and was escorting just like what I am now full time. Um, I was very fortunate to meet somebody. Um, I met him for an hour in Brisbane and um, we were both very hungover and it was like a Sunday morning and I was just like, look, if you're going to come to this booking, just know, like, I went out last night, like, and he was just like, that's cool, I haven't slept. And I was like, oh, no, this could be bad. And I just had a feeling, I don't know, I just, I I don't know. Anyway, he came over and spent an hour with him and then he started booking me three times a week and then it got to a point where I just said to him I was like look um I did him up a contract I wrote a contract and I said look if you sign this contract you will get me exclusively I won't have to advertise I won't have to see anyone else I won't have to like do anything like that um and I can just be exclusive to you you have to give me this amount per week and we'll just do it for it's a six-month contract. You're locked into that, my, you know, um, payments every week for the next six months. And he signed it. And so we did that for six months. And now we're going on to four years. Wow. Yeah. That's, again, like, it's just a very smart um, smart idea there, right? Because, you, yeah, impressive. Impressive. So, how's our relationship going then? Because that's you say four years, by the way. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell, that's awesome. So, what what does that relationship look like now? Like, how often do you see each other? Um, it's definitely changed. Mm. Um, in the beginning, it was, um, you know, uh, it it felt like a it felt like a relationship mm. essentially. He yeah. was the only person that I was seeing um, seeing regularly. And, um, you know, it went on for a very long time. Since then, you know, things happen and things change and um, we ended up becoming business partners in a couple of different things. And, you know, we've gone on holidays together. We've bought animals together. Oh, wow. Um, And, yeah, it's just but now it's definitely at a point where we're, I see him as family. Like I talk to him mm. as family and, and we know everything about each other and we just get along so well. And I think that's why it has worked for this amount of time. Mm. Um, and it's just our mutual respect for each other and we just enjoy each other. So mm. um, I don't get to see him as much as what I used to, um, but we talk constantly yeah, yeah. I feel very like I do feel very very lucky. Oh, I don't want to say that I'm lucky because it's a testament to who I am as a person, mm. and I just I'm very grateful for you know for what's come from that. Yeah, that's awesome. And so is he? Uh, you mentioned like his business partners with you as well. So is he helped with mentoring with with some of these aspects of your business yeah. as well? Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. In the beginning. So 
Um, I guess in the beginning I didn't have the confidence um, to do anything like what I'm doing now. And Mm. I think he instilled in me the confidence to just really try and give everything a go. And so in the beginning he did help me start quite a few of my business ideas. However, Mm. now it's at a point where um, quite a few of the businesses that I have I've done without him. However, Mm. I know it is because I built up the confidence to to do it with him yeah that's cool it's what would you give as advice to girls um that are let's say starting out in this industry or just starting out in any business that have like a goal a dream that they want to that they want to accomplish um now obviously like you know a lot of our listeners are going to be interested in the sex work side of things but even outside of that Right, like you start up a bar, for example. Well, what advice would you give to those girls that want to start their own business? Um, I guess the most important thing is that you have to do whatever the hell you want to do. Not what society tells you to do, not what your friends' expectations are that you have to do, not your family, what they want you to do or what they see you doing. You have to live your own life and do exactly what you want to do. You have to take risks. You don't listen to anyone else. You cut out everybody else's noise because if anybody had told me not to and I stopped asking people, I don't know what to do, what should I do? I stopped doing that and I started just doing exactly what I wanted to do. There is no way that anyone around me would have told me that going into sex work was a good idea. Not one. And instead, it has given me everything that I have today. This mm. incredible life that I have today is because I took that leap and did it myself. Then my bars, buying racehorses, I don't know many women without men just going and getting into buying racehorses. It just even saying it seems crazy. Yeah. But I found myself doing it because I was like, I want to do it. I'm just going to learn what I have to do and I'll get into it. And it's just doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm. Don't listen to anyone. No one would have told me that getting into racehorses was a good idea. No one. Everybody would have thought that I was crazy. But I just do all these things without telling people. Mm. And then once I've done it, they're like, oh, whoa, okay, cool. Okay, great. Because I don't need anybody else, anybody else's noise telling me what I should and shouldn't be doing. That's awesome. And I think adding to that, I think it's okay to fuck up as well. Like, I think it's completely okay that let's say, for example, like, hypothetically, you, you get into racehorses and it doesn't work out. Then you get into, you know, your OnlyFans, it works out. Then one of your bars doesn't work out. Like, but I think that whole idea of just fucking going for it, right? Like the, everyone is, no one likes change and no one likes when you change who you are. So every time you have an idea. They don't like to be a failure. They don't like that. They're like, oh, what if it doesn't, mm. what if it doesn't do good? What if it doesn't work? Like. What if I lose money? Mm. Yeah, but what if it works? Yeah. And what if it's fucking great? And what if it's life-changing? You know what? If it didn't work, cool. You learned so much from that. Do something else. Yeah. And that's just me constantly. Yeah, exactly. And we we live in a country where we're fortunate enough that you're going to be okay regardless, right? Like there's so much social support that even if you completely fuck up one of these ventures, uh, as, you, as you said, try something else. It's completely fine. So I think it's... um. 
Yeah, I, I think you're a great testament to, to that exactly, is doing it, things even though it might be difficult or you might be a little bit afraid of it. And uh, yeah, I'm impressed with the the marketing behind everything that you're doing. So um, yeah, look, I, I guess our last question, me and Kat, we're, we're interested in is, where are you going from here? What are your plans for the future? What are your goals? Um, what are you looking forward to? I really need a big holiday. <laughs> Good answer. Um, proper holiday where like I don't <laughs> take a work phone. It sounds like it. I'm yeah. not making content and I'm not doing all those things. Anyway, that's, you know, that's that's going to happen. But I think, well, the oh, my goals are so crazy. Okay. They're just going to sound nuts. Nah, hit us. So uh, there's a few of us who are in Nacho Baby, opening Nacho mm. Baby at the moment. We have a goal of five bars in five years. Okay. Um, and that's something that we are aiming towards. So the next five years for me is just going to be kind of replicating what I'm doing now for this bar and just this one, yeah. this one, this one. Nice. And just keep going. Um, uh, apart from that, just more like honestly, my goal is just to follow my racehorses around the country. I actually have one of them that, fingers crossed, will be a group one horse um this year and just enjoy all of my money from that horse winning races <laughs> yes. travel around going to race days um you know in the more long-term future i would love to uh have a stable and um yeah get some get some horses fuck yeah, yeah. all right Awesome. I mean, it sounds like a plan. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy that holiday. Where can uh, where can everyone find you? Where Where's the best place for them to find you? I could list like 20 different places that you could find me. <laughs> there are so many places. I'm across everything. Uh, there you the main, go. The main ones are definitely my Carly underscore electric uh, Twitter and also Carly electric one word on Instagram. They're probably the, the easiest Perfect. And if people want to see... I'll have links to everywhere else. Perfect. Everywhere else. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So hopefully uh, some of our audience can come join you on some live streams, get uh, yeah, get some tips, enjoy the... Yeah. Perfect. Sounds good. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on. It's It's been great having you here. Thank you. Thanks for All having right. me. Cheers. Thanks. All righty. Perfect. Thanks so much.